0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Murder Board Podcast, the anthology podcast of fictional mystery horror stories told episodically. I am your narrator, Walter Williams III. These stories and characters are fictionalized and based on my life and the people in it. Episodes of this podcast may contain offensive language, uncomfortable subject matter, as well as descriptions of horror and gore. Tonight, we will be continuing Season 1, Friends on the Other Side. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Episode 4, The Grudge In the aftermath of the target attack, Zaria and Walter have been taken to St. Sebastian to be treated for their wounds. Savannah once again finds herself going through this hurtful process, except this time, it's worse. Robbie and Erica are dead, brutally murdered. Zaria, possibly traumatized and scarred for the rest of her life. Savannah feels as if it's happening all over again. That night three years ago. And just like back then, she blames Walter. The next morning, having a chance to break away from the commotion, Savannah finds Walter's room. She walks in, seeing Walter with a bandaged shoulder, sitting at the end of his bed, flipping through the TV channels. He stops on IFC, where the movie playing is The Exorcist III, Legion, 1990. Savannah closes the door and gets straight to business. "'What happened last night?' she says, looking at the bandages on his shoulder. "'We were playing with the gun and things got out of hand.' Walter jokes. "'Walter, seriously?' she snaps. "'We were attacked, obviously.' Luckily for me, the bullet went all the way through, not hitting anything important. But Robbie and and Erica and, and Taylor, they. Walter sits down on the bed. Walter? Savannah regains his attention. Walter becomes offended. No, you can't. You don't think. You don't think I have anything to do with this, do you? Savannah doesn't give an answer. Instead, she folds her arms. Seriously? Come on, Savannah, what am I supposed to think?" She snaps back. It feels like it's happening all over again, just slower. And yes, you are my main suspect, because I don't trust you. Walter's face flexes into a stern look. Because you hate me, he says. I made one mistake, I made one bad choice, and you hate me for it. Yes, I hate you, Savannah releases. I hate you for what happened. I hate you for making me feel guilty. I never made you feel guilty, but I do. I feel guilty. I hate you because you put us on this path of always looking over our shoulders. Walter takes pause. People died because of your stupid obsession. And now, not only are people getting hurt and dying, but it's our friends. The room goes quiet with just a TV playing in the background. I know, but just think about it. Out of everything that's happened, I've never lied. So all I'm asking you to do right now is to believe me when I say I have nothing to do with this. A voice slides into the room coming from behind Savannah. But I might know who's behind this. Chris steps into the room flashing his FBI badge. Or at least you can help me figure it out. Oh look, it's Nick Fury. Walter jokes. Mm -hmm. Funny, but for real, I'm able to help. All I need you to do is answer a few questions. Chris pulls out a notepad and a pen. I've got to get back out there, but I leave you to it. Savannah leaves the room, closing the door behind her. Rihanna remains calm. Are you sure? We have evidence pointing right at him. Rihanna pulls out a folder containing photos and sits it on the living room coffee table. Meanwhile, Rihanna visits Emory at her apartment. Emory isn't in the best emotional state given the week she's been having, but allows her to come in anyway. Thank you for letting me speak with you. I promise I'll be quick. Okay, yeah. Emery says as she bites her nails. I know you've been through a lot these past few days. I swear we are working as fast as we can to catch whoever's doing this. But with that being said, we are currently building our suspects list. The word suspects seems to stick out to Emery. Suspects? Who do you have so far you do have someone do you yes as of right now your boyfriend joshua stevens emory's face grows red what why josh has nothing to do with this the bullets found at the crime scene belonged to a 32 caliber pistol the gun was registered under joshua's name just over a year ago emory looks at the pictures while holding a confused stare If you know anything, now is the time to tell me. For starters, do you know where Joshua was last night around 12 a.m. during the attacks? Emery puts down the pictures and goes into her room. Coming back out shortly, she's holding an empty shoebox. Last year, there was rumors of apartment break-ins. He got a gun because I told him to get one. He put it under his bed on his side just in case just so i could sleep at night emory gets closer to rihanna i swear josh is not a killer he was home last night he was here sleeping rihanna looks into emory's eyes and her intuition tells her that emory is telling the truth okay she grabs her things and meets emory at the door i'll be in touch Rihanna says as she exits, but not before stopping at a picture hanging on the refrigerator. Actually, one last thing. Can you give me the names of everyone in this picture? Emery looks at the picture and a tear falls. It's all of her friends. Some of which are now dead. hospital sam is visiting zaria just as she's about to check out i'm so sorry you had to go through that sam says i told them look what happened zaria stops sam and holds her hands we're going to get through this they nod and hug again zaria continues signing out where's walter sam asked he's talking to the police i think did you wanna wait on him? Yeah. But in the meantime, let's let's go check on Shelton. The girls take off, yet unbeknownst to them, Savannah and Mike are just across the hall. Okay, okay, but just tell me, how are you doing? Are you okay? Mike says. I'm sad. I'm angry. I I don't know. This is just all too much. It's gonna be okay. I got you. They kiss and hug. Chris concluding his questioning of Walter. All right, just one last thing I need. One last thing I want to know. Sure. Where were you and that nurse talking about earlier? Chris looks and gauges Walter's reaction. Walter's face grows still and cold, and yet it's blank and emotionless. He begins rubbing softly on his upper leg. Some stuff went down in the past. It's a long story. Chris puts his pen and notes down and moves closer. He examines Walter, then moves his hand from his leg. Walter, not knowing what he was doing, looks at his leg. You've been through this before, he asks. Walter looks up at Chris. Three years ago. Walter looks away and Chris steps back, looking through the room's door window. He's able to see Savannah working. Both of you. Chris turns back to Walter. It was senior year and we were both working out in Franklin at a trampoline park. It was my first job and it was extremely fun. Then one night, we were all on the closing shift. Now, as we were cleaning up, no one noticed people were starting to go missing. Next thing you know, we're finding bodies everywhere and running for our lives. You see, one of the managers went insane and started killing everyone with an axe. Me and Savannah were both stabbed, but with the help of another co-worker, we were able to survive. Walter takes a moment to to hold back the tears, yet still keeping that emotionless stare. Savannah's pissed because the manager was a close friend of ours and we shared a common interest in horror movies and true crime, and to the point where I created this thing I call a murder board. A murder board? Chris asked. Yeah, you know, like a detective's cork board for solving murders. Chris gives a weird look point being, they used the murder board as a blueprint for the killings. I'm going to stop you right there. Chris puts his hand up. He then gets up and starts pacing the room. You said the killer back then used an axe? Yeah. Just like the killer from last night. Holy sh... Both Walter and Chris have the same realization. Then Chris takes it a step further. Are you sure the killer was a man? I mean, it looked like it. But are you sure? I guess not. Sounds like we could have a copycat killer. And the only person that would want to try and kill you specifically would be Savannah. And I guess attacking Shelton would be a good way to draw me out. And she could have easily taken the gun from the apartment. Chris adds, What gun? Walter asks, but Chris doesn't hear him. Wait, Joshua's gun? Chris acknowledges Walter again. But then why kill Robbie and Erica? They had nothing to do with what happened three years ago. Doesn't make any sense. Right, and... What? Chris gets closer to Walter again. Do you recall seeing anyone standing and watching at any point during the attack? No, I don't think so. But why? When Sheldon was attacked, he saw someone. Watching the whole thing go down outside. Walter is taken aback by this. Chris continues with the question. Do you know anyone by the name of Chinette? Back in the lobby... Zarya and Sam are getting ready to leave, but then Savannah stops him. Hey Zarya, you can't leave yet. Why? Savannah holds up a clipboard and... We may need to run more tests. You see, it says here that you're three weeks pregnant. Zarya draws a deep breath and begins to lose her balance. Sam holds her up as Savannah describes in detail. Suddenly, the power goes out and the whole entire hospital goes black. The hospital employees begin to gain control of the situation. The backup generator should be kicking in any moment. Please remain calm, one of the doctors yell out. Nurse Caroline makes a trip down to the basement where the generator is. When she arrives, she sees it's completely damaged with an axe taking out of it. She turns to go back, but hears noise coming from behind her. She turns back and finds the Axeman ripping his axe out of the generator. Before Caroline could even scream, he swings his axe, completely taking off her head. The Axeman resets and begins to make his way up the stairs. And that does it for tonight's episode. Tune in next time for Episode 5, Horror Hospital. If you like the podcast, please give it a like, leave a comment for open discussion, and share with family and friends. Once again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the other side.